What do you want me to do? Force Master Paku to take Aang back as his student? Yes. Please. I suspect he might change his mind if you swallow your pride and apologize to him. Fine. I'm waiting, little girl. No! No way am I apologizing to a sour old man like you! Uh, Katara? I'll be outside if you're man enough to fight me. <gasps> I'm sure she didn't mean that. Yeah, I think she did. Welcome to the Ember Island podcast. This is a podcast where two fans of Avatar The Last Airbender sit and talk about every single episode. I'm Leslie. And I'm Barbara. And today we're going to be talking about book one, chapter 18, The Waterbending Master. It's the final stretch of book one, y'all. Woo! And um, because it's the final stretch, also I think the quality of the episodes have get to spike in these last few um leading up to the end of so good uh, book one which is exciting yeah Yeah. um we both really like this episode i think you like it a lot more than i do but i still really like this episode Mm -hmm. so before we go any further this episode will have a lot of spoilers we are we are going to be spoiling things for the finale we are going to be spoiling things for possibly for for seasons two and three we are we are doing this this podcast assuming you have watched the entire avatar the last airbender series which came out in 2005 you have had time to watch it watch it it is really good specifically this episode really good really good fight scenes really good characterization everything's awesome so heavy spoilers ahead so um in this episode uh, guitar is a badass yeah guitar is a badass um they finally make it to the northern at long freaking last but um unfortunately guitar is not allowed to learn how to water bend with uh, Master Paku, because oh, she turns out he's a sexist pig, and and their culture, women aren't allowed to do combative, uh, yeah, fighting or their ovaries by burst, you know. Y- yeah, yeah, they gotta the, go to the, the fragile hit. female female uterus and just can't, like you just can't water bend. Yeah, so of course, being the stubborn and slightly reckless, um, person that she is. Guitar is not having it. <laughs> so no. Uh, <laughs> so she challenges him to a duel that she straight up knows she's going to lose, but she just wants to do it anyway to prove a point, which is great. Yeah. Um then meanwhile, uh Sokka gets some romantic action um when he meets Princess Yue. And I swear, these two are so adorable, and we'll get to that. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. So that's the Main summary. So shall we just? Oh jump in? no, you oh. are forgetting Zuko's story. Oh oh gosh, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Zuko <laughs> gets blown up. <laughs> Zuko's <laughs> not in the story anymore, guys. Yeah, Sorry, he's gone. That's the point. 
Yep. You never see him again. Never. <laughs> as much as we talk about him, even in episodes where he's not present. <laughs> yeah, he's gone. <laughs> no, no. So what happens is Zhao uh, realizes how big of a threat Zuko is. And so he enlists the pirate slash street fighter <laughs> characters from the pirate I wrote that down episode. too. Yeah. <laughs> from uh, what? Chapter nine, the waterbending scroll to... Um, Try to assassinate him by blowing up his ship. And uh, luckily it's a failed assassination, but uh, still pretty close, which means Zuko's got to go undercover. So, Using blasting jelly from the Jet episode, everything comes full circle for the finale. Oh, was that the... the, That's not the same... Blasting jelly. But that's not the same blasting jelly as... Well, no, uh, but but they mentioned it before. That's true. Yeah, so yay, Zhao's a dick. No surprise there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. So, yeah, let's just dive okay. right in. So, so uh, episode yeah. episode starts. We're finally going to the North Pole at yeah. last, and the characters feel it too. Like they're all pretty cranky at this point in time. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, can we please just get there? We've been traveling for eighteen episodes. Yeah, <laughs> but. But in but but in this episode they they say they they have been trialing for two days straight, which nice. makes me think how did they have bathroom breaks? Um, specifically Katara. How did Katara have a bathroom break? Um, <laughs> they must have taken like little stops. <laughs> yeah, maybe they. Um, there's a lot of icebergs around, you know. Maybe they just yeah. Pee off the side of Abba. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> this isn't that kind of show. Uh, so um, um, uh, in um, I'm in this. They are passing icebergs and a cute koala otter. Oh, yeah, it was really. It was cute. adorable. I don't think we ever see them again. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then um, the the super cranky gang are uh, are attacked by the by the northern water tribe that they were trying to find. So yay! They don't really get attacked because I mean no. immediately after they just show them being escorted into the yeah uh, water but tribe. They, but they get surrounded and stopped, which yeah. Which is fine because they are from the Southern Water Tribe and they're carrying the Avatar, so everything's cool. Mm-hmm. And really, the after seventeen episodes wondering what this place looks like, it doesn't disappoint, y'all. Like it looks super cool. The build so up cool. for this place is about as big of a build up as we get for like Bossing Say in Book Two, and both yeah. are easily very impressive from a world building design standpoint and everything so like the deal with the northern water tribe is that they've managed to stay isolated from the rest of the war for so long one because they're just so far up north and they're they have a lot of waterbenders to defend uh to defend themselves still and uh they've got like giant ice wall ice wall yeah this giant ice wall that wraps around the whole um I call it village. I was about to call it village, but it's not really a village. It's basically a city. <laughs> Even uh, calling it a tribe is weird because it's, it's, it's still bigger it than a tribe. It really reminds me of of um, of Minas Tirith from um, from um, Lord of the Rings, mixed with 
uh, mixed with the City of Gold from El Dorado. Uh, kind of yeah. both of them combined into one. It's tough to be a god. <laughs> Don't remember the words. Me neither. <laughs> Me stuck in my head now though. <laughs> yeah, so um, um it is it is gorgeous and and yeah. it's got and very Venice have... uh Italy Venice vibes yeah. for me too. Because of all because the boats, there's a bunch of like, canals. Yeah, and the gondola style boats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, super um, pretty. Oh, <laughs> the characters acknowledge it too. They're like, yeah, this place is beautiful. And then this Sokka is great. Spots UA. <laughs> yeah, Sokka spots UA in a boat. Yeah, yeah. she is. <laughs> where, um, where UA, I will mention this later, but does someone just bring her around in a boat all day? Is that her thing? <laughs> I know she's always in a boat. She's <laughs> always in a boat. Well, I, I get it. She looks beautiful. Yeah, she looks great in the boat. <laughs> but, but is that her thing? Like, is like, is I that mean, what hey, she if somebody, does? If somebody was offering me free rides to go to my local uh, food places that I like to frequent, I'd take it. And oh, as a foodie, I'd no, be going around a lot. But we never see her go somewhere. She's just in the boat. <laughs> We don't know beautiful. her life, Barbara. You know, maybe she. I maybe don't know her life. Take out of McDonald's. You don't know. Saka knows. Oh, later. But um, <laughs> also, also, you, you know, this is a this this is a stronghold. Be because racist Zhao is <laughs> it is 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 like these aren't. Earth Kingdom barbarians. These are a different type of bar- barbarian with their giant ice fortress. Yeah, they've been untouched by us, which means yeah. that they're so, inferior. So yeah, so so Zhao thinks that um, Zhao rightfully thinks that Aang and the gang are going to. T- to, to the northern water water tribe to learn waterbending which is 100% correct so they are going to invade and they need With a massive invasion force a massive invasion force because of this barbarian fortress yeah they're not like you and me which means, which means they like must be evil, evil. <laughs> oh I have like Pocahontas references all the oh time my god <laughs> Oh, yeah so um i feel like we're gonna be singing a lot in this episode because uh, yeah. we get another song later <laughs> wait for it yeah. um we are we are not making any money off of this this is all this is all fair 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 use you are learning so much by listening <laughs> <Yeah>. to us <laughs> so um so Sokka sees sees ua this 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 princess who is so beautiful and she has silver hair silver eyes she is the only person in this in this world that 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 has those those traits and we find out later that is because she's kind of part spirit yeah she's been touched by the moon spirit as a long story short we'll get into that next yeah. episode but um... next 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 episode but she's literally ethereal and yeah. um and Sokka sees her and Sokka's in love 
Just yeah. love at first sight. <laughs> just it's cute though. Uh, that, um, that 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 like stupid trope of this is a this is a beautiful pr- place, right? Yeah, yeah, she is. She is. <laughs> uh, which I hate. <laughs> but Sokka doesn't know really that's a trope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So then we cut to uh, Zuko's ship, and Iroh's still. Uh, yeah, Iroh's singing. Sing along. <laughs> yeah. Winter, Winter, spring, spring summer, summer, and fall. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is so hard being in tune through Skype, guys. <laughs> yeah. Which, which this isn't Skype. This is this. <laughs> This is um, Discord, but it's hard doing it over the internet. Right, especially singing. Uh, um, but yeah, this, uh, hope you pick, like, I mean, it seems like a one-off song that they're performing here, but you hear that up. tune so much through the rest of the show, really. It's the last thing you uh, hear Iroh doing at the end of the finale where he's in his tea oh. shop. and he, um, Oh, my heart. Yeah, and he's playing a singy horn. <laughs> oh, playing that. and it's so sweet like i love it and uh they play it for like romantic stuff they, they play it for a lot of stuff i i really like the tune personally yeah which which this is the perfect song for this arc because later on uh you will find out zhao is 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 trying to uh ruin the balance of of just the world by killing the moon spirit mm-hmm. oh so do you just want to um talk cover the zuko subplot first sure. and then okay cool so then um zhao shows up to zuko ship. Ship. yeah and it's like hey guess what i'm taking your entire crew <laughs> and zuko's naturally very pissed off about this not happy <laughs> no he's not he's never happy <laughs> To quote himself. Yes. Also, Zuko does not want to play the Sungi horn. No, but apparently he's very good at the Sungi horn. According to um, the creators of the show, it's a bit of a headcanon thing. Mm-hmm. So, so, um, so, um, Zhao bursts bursts into his 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 room, following following Iroh. Um, they uh, uh they have witty witty quips and then Zhao sees broadswords on 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 Zuko's wall thinks back to the blue spirit and realizes Zuko is probably the blue spirit yup yeah so I think it kind of puts Zuko into a new light for him for Zhao because I don't think Zhao is respect that him. much serious i mean all too seriously i mean he never respected him but like i don't think he really took him as seriously as uh he should have because no. upon the realization that holy shit this kid is like no. he, he <laughs> a lot more talented him, than i gave him credit yeah for. he called him a spoiled prince uh a banished prince a child he never saw him as a threat but once he realizes that this person might be the blue spirit that literally stole the avatar from underneath his nose and and might have 
nefarious thoughts might win against him, he automatically makes the decision that Zuko has to go. So, uh, so he is, he, he is not only going, he's not only planning to take Zuko's entire crew, but take his life. Um, he, hey. he, he, yeah. Uh, he, how did he get into contact with the pirates? Like, when did that happen? I am going to say that, that they used the messenger hawks from before and <laughs> they, and they became pen pals after all of their boats were on fire. That is that. But is Zhao was never even there at the time that that happened. Uh, that is what binds them together. Just <laughs> they, they, they both wrote to the same like gossip magazine talking about how like their their <laughs> boats were set on fire, and that is, and 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 that's just how they bonded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So um. So um. Zhao Khan con contacts the pirates that really hate Zuko because most people hate Zuko. Kind of hard <laughs> to find a group that has yeah. met Zuko and doesn't hate Zuko. <laughs> Except for us. <laughs> that and following the events of <laughs> waterbending scroll. Uh where Zuko kind of sabotaged their plot to take the avatar and the waterbending scroll essentially just all the chaos that he caused they're not happy they lost a lot of money they're gonna use that money to go i don't know play play the slots and they're very upset (laughs) yeah uh so uh so um zhao hires the pirates to uh to quote get get acquainted with with (laughs) zuko they're already acquaintances. Uh, yeah. Um and and also we we Which mentioned I, this before. Because I'm curious though, because the way he said that, it's like, did Zhao know uh upon hiring these pirates that they were already familiar with Zuko or no? Like he, we 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 might because what are the odds something. otherwise? Yeah, yeah, what are the odds? We like, what might are the odds be that he just something. happened to hire the same pirates who happened to be involved with Zuko recently <laughs> like no. but anyway so we cut back to Zuko emo and <laughs> in his room uh he's still pissed off that he just lost all of his crew and essentially this is pretty much the end of his official chase of the avatar because he no longer has a crew and after this he no longer has a ship <laughs> and by the end of the book 1 he's basically considered a, a fugitive. fugitive yeah full on Again. fugitive so yeah not happening um so yeah right so he's being all emo in his room Iro asks if he wants to go on a walk with him doesn't say anything and Iro's like or it's a lovely night for a walk why yeah. don't why don't you join me it's it, it could clear it could clear your head pause <laughs> or just stay in your room and sit in the dark <laughs> whatever makes whatever you happy, makes you happy. <laughs> Isn't that, I feel like every parent said that to your teenage kid. Ever, uh, I know my parents said it to me. That was me. Said it to me at one point. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> In the dark, not being. Oh happy. my gosh. Yep. And I gotta say, the assassination attempt is actually pretty violent. I mean, straight oh, up, gosh. blow up the ship. <laughs> yeah. So 
with so, blasting jelly. So the pirates steal on steal on to the boat. Um, Iro is Iro is is off taking that calming cal- calming walk, and 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 they bring two giant barrels of blasting jelly. Uh, set set them on fire using a fuse, and the only reason why Suko gets out of this alive because at first he is just in his room sitting in the dark. Uh, is that he 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 hears a noise on the on the ship from them from them closing one of the doors. So he's so so he starts to look around. Um, goes up to the top of to the top of the uh of the ship where all of the controls are. Not sure what it's called. Uh, but but then he's but he but then he sees the 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 um the um captain's lizard pirate for a moment, and in that moment he knows that he has to jump. Yeah, but. But in that moment, we just see the explosion from multiple angles. Like this is Die Hard, <laughs> and <laughs> and Zuko's dead. Yeah. Hi, Zuko. But I mean, it does kind. Of, I thought it kind of looked like Zuko was able to block a little bit, though, like or able to bend a little bit, which is yeah. how he kind of it's made it seems out. like he bends like a ball of fire around him trying like push the to push the ex the, the explosion away but he yells and it's so graphic mm. yeah it's pretty graphic i'm like all i know this is like one of many assassination attempts i realized that zuko's <laughs> experienced mostly yeah. by his own family and country you know, which is pretty screwed up. So, like, we got this one and uh, that time in the throne room in book three when uh, his dad shoot, lightning bends at him. Uh, Azula, I mean, Azula just lightning existing. bends at just yeah, just Azula's existence, honestly. Um, and what's amazing is that if you've read the comics, like the official comics, following the end of the first show, like there comes a point where he basically just teams up with Azula slash slightly forgives her to a degree and I'm like how <laughs> well their father was terrible and and just trained her to be as ruthless and as terrible as possible which is not a excuse no. but it's a reason it's an explanation but it's not an excuse <laughs> yeah um, uh, it's okay I remember the time when you tried to kill me like 20 times yeah so <laughs> Great, right? uh, so the the uh the ship is decimated everything's on fire and and um iroh just looks at this and grieves because he thinks suku's dead yeah um but then a couple scenes later we cut to iroh talking to jow and jow's fainting uh, uh Zhao is so bad. Oh, he's so her- terrible at it. Like, <laughs> I am so sorry about your nephew. Uh, like you, you, you can hear the smile in yeah. his voice. I mean, good thing I absolutely, I totally had nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah, uh, pirate pirates did it. Ironically enough, the same pirates who <laughs> wanted to settle a score with them anyway. I have 
no idea how they could have gotten here <laughs> and had yeah. the resources to do this. <laughs> I love Iroh in this scene because yeah. he kind of plays Zhao a little bit because mm -hmm. be because he knows Zhao did it. He is not an idiot. Uh but um but um Iroh is like I I know who I know who did this. Long pause. And Zhao was like, Oh, you you do? You you do know? Mm. Oh no. And then uh, <laughs> and then Iroh's like, it was those dang pirates. They they like like they hated Zuko. Like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, oh gosh, it's terrible. So so you're gonna be my general and just like fight this war right now, right? You know, even though you you stopped the the fight on Bossing Say because your son died and Zuko's just like your son. So it wouldn't make sense for you to do this now. But but Zhao doesn't think and he's not that smart when no. things are going his way. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm winning. Yay. Yeah. I'm I am winning. This is how things should go. Everything's fine. So oh um so 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 Iroh agrees to help him and be his war general, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh and then later Iroh is walking down a hallway and stops a guard. But 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 is it a guard, Leslie? No, it's Suko. It's Zuko, a really roughed up Zuko. Yeah. Who has survived the explosion. <laughs> he looks bad, guys. <laughs> yep. Uh so uh Poor Zuko. Yeah, so uh so they're in they're in cahoots. Um Ira will be bringing bringing Zuko straight to the Avatar and then and then Zuko will capture him, not Zhao. And they are going to be doing it right under Zhao's, Zhao's nose. Even though I get the sense that Hiro's not cool with this plan either anyway. Especially because in book two, uh, he, calls he calls Zuko out on it in the Lake Laogai episode. Where it's like, yeah, mm -hmm. you didn't really think through that plan of getting the Avatar yeah. at North Pole. <laughs> like uh, Iroh... <laughs> Uh, son's death just had had a change of heart and a in the change of perspective, where con where like conquest and winning aren't everything to him anymore, and just personal reflection and just personal goals are now worth more than glory to him. And yeah. Zuko hasn't seen that yet because he's so focused on getting his daddy's love and and just reclaiming his 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 honor, even though that honor can never be gained because his dad will never see him as a equal and will never see him as a respectful, powerful, meaningful son. Yeah. It just won't happen, which is but, sad. Um, Iroh's parenting skills are very interesting <sighs> in a good way. Like, I like the fact that he kind of humors Zuko a lot of the time. I mean, in terms of, 
like, yeah, I'll let him go along with this crazy plan that he probably doesn't agree with. And that being like capturing the avatar, even still in this case, but like mainly as, but I mean, and I'll still have his back, but you know, if, if he fails, then like, I'll be there to pick, pick him back up wherever, but he's got to like experience it himself because he's stubborn as hell. (laughs) Yeah. He lets him make his own mistakes and, and he lets him learn learn from them and he doesn't just lecture like he like like he really wants to support zuko even when he's stupid mm-hmm. which is a <laughs> lot of the frequent. first season <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah. So, cool. so um that is the zuko subplot more on that in the book one finale but for now we can cut back to the water Northern Water Tribe, where for the first time since like Kiyoshi, they're finally being treated like the celebrities that they are. Yes, they are having a feast in honor, in the Avatar's honor. Yeah, everyone's what? really jazzed. Everyone knows that he is the Avatar, and they are treating him like he's something special, mm-hmm. which he is. Also, like it kind of just feels like a celebration for. All of us who've sat through 17 episodes at this point wondering when the heck they were going to get to the Northern Water Tribe. So, yeah. Like, oh, this is so exciting. And finally, we're <laughs> being treated with all the aplomb that yeah. we deserve. So, um, uh, so they are having kind of a, um, kind of a combined party. So, um, so, um, this is also Princess Yue's six, six, 16th birthday, which means that she's available she's a disney princess guys she's 16 it's time I'm for her 16, to get married Daddy. <laughs> yeah so so uh, she is available which Sokka's really jazzed about that but but before we get to that can, so I, can i can i mention that oppa gets this giant bed of kelp and all right. the people that that um bring it to him are terrified of him <laughs> and it was great in the and background was just totally unfazed just like yes Yum. <laughs> thank you for the salad mm-hmm. and they're all just frightened <laughs> right which actually oh, i great <laughs> and now we get to just adorableness <sighs> like i i am a fan of the Sokka UA relationship as short-lived Sue as it a? is I think it's very sweet and Yuka? as a result very tragic Sue but... Yuka Sue Sue Sake Sake yeah Yuka Yuka yeah I don't know what the shipping on that is I really like Sake though yeah, like yeah, I like Sake too mm. <laughs> Because he acts drunk whenever he's around her. (laughs) Right. Which, can we break down this scene? It's only like 30 seconds long. Okay, so... uh, (laughs) Sokka's So awkward. uh, Sokka's like, hey, uh, Princess... No, 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 he's he's stuffing his face right when she sits down. Which I've totally been there. Oh, yeah. There was this pretty cute guy, I think, like, in high school. Who I kind of liked, and like, of course, he sits down right when I'm like practically choking on like too big of a piece of whatever I was eating, (laughs) and Um, he starts to die on it. (laughs) Yeah, so 
Sokka's freaking out. His eyes are like darting around. <laughs> Her eyes are darting <laughs> And he's like, so your princess, you know, back home, I'm considered to be a prince there too. <laughs> and Katara's like, Katara's not what? having it. <laughs> prince of what? <laughs> Uh, a lot of things. Yeah, my apologies, Prince Sokka. <laughs> she like bows to him and then he cut back to Yeah. <sighs> Sokka who doesn't even know what to say and just you always sitting there just amused but also not knowing what to say. And then he just stuffs his face some more. <laughs> and the guitar is like very smooth. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, not before asking if they can do an activity together. <laughs> Do you want to do an activity? And it is, and it's so cute because Yue looks so excited about this. Yeah, I know. She is just so she's involved with him. She's like, oh, this is adorable. Oh, it's so cute. They're both really awkward. It feels very like teenage boy meets girl. Cute. Yeah. Plus, it um. might be that, that Sokka is kind of one of the only people that that really treats her like a person because it seems mm-hmm. like everyone else really treats her like a princess which yeah. which, which might if you're be a disney princess that's oof. not good <laughs> which which might be because all she does all day is just sits at the front of boats <laughs> and just let someone to bring her around the castle oh yeah pretty much <laughs> yeah um yeah, so, so then uh, we cut to Master Paku, yay! the waterbending teacher in question here. He is an asshole. Love him. There's really no reason. He's such I... an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a grump. Really no reason other than the fact that he's a <laughs> um, Yeah. Um, Aang mentions that, that, that he would learn, learn, learn waterbending right now but he wants a few days to rest uh so master Paku <laughs> says if if you want rest you should have went to a tropical island be there tomorrow at dawn or i'm not what teaching the you they journeyed a long way like that. two whole days yeah just sitting on appa which mm-hmm. which now that i'm thinking about it should shouldn't they be nicer to appa I mean, Appa was really the one working. They were kind of lounging true. around. That's very true. <laughs> yeah. He's just a grump. So, yeah. um, but before leaving, I guess, Aang says, oh yeah, my friend wants to train too. Doesn't specifically use um, gender pronouns. So, uh, naturally, they're surprised when the next morning uh, both Katara and Aang show up to his outdoor dojo of sorts i guess and please um, barge right in i wasn't concentrating or anything yeah and paku's like oh yeah you didn't tell me that your friend was so women are forbidden to waterbend here because sexism yay yeah so that's when we learn this is going to be the sexism girl power episode Part two, since we're talking about it in Warriors of Kyoshi, except this is like just pure straight up sexism, unlike Sokka's just misogynistic tendencies that came from an understandable place. Like, yeah, this- I mean, this every, everything makes sense now. Sokka yep. kind of did kind of did that because there was this like inbred misogyny in the 
in the southern water water tribe that wasn't this bad because because katara didn't know about this cultural thing where she's not allowed guess, to fight yeah like i guess they really are the northern and southern tribes really are super separate from each other like i guess there's not much communication that goes no over. that's my vibe because i mean we get more of these tribes and cora and they seem to be a lot to be communicating a hell of a lot more than they do here <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, they are literally a world away. It yeah. took them so long to go to go place to place. And it and it seems like the northern water tribe is where most of the southern water water tribe and ancestors are from, and that they just kind of my like just kind of migrated away because it seems like the northern water water tribe is a lot more established or it might just mm -hmm. be that that, that and the it's southern like, well, I mean, water the thing, tribe was hit harder yeah i mean the southern water tribe was hit a lot harder and i'm trying to remember what the map for avatar looks like um, um fire, but i think the fire, fire nation's fire over to the left okay so i think the fire kind of nation's in the middle closer, okay because i was trying to recall if the fire nation is closer to the southern water tribe or the northern but either way i guess the southern tribe never really had uh, that fortification that okay the... so it's kind of closer to the northern water tribe but i would definitely say that it is in that it's in the middle and there's also less of a landmass between the southern and 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 the Fire Nation because the Earth because the Earth Kingdom kind of curves upwards. Like it kind of looks like a like a diamond shape. Um but the but the um airbender mountains really like hide a lot of the like create natural barriers, but between mm. the the fire nation and a lot of the other nations except the earth yeah. except the earth kingdom yeah, so definitely we're... one was hit a lot harder i guess the southern water tribe at the time was far more vulnerable than the north which is why they went for the southern water tribe first and then took yeah. all their water benders and stuff and it, that's kind of why it is and just a, ter a, a terrible massacre yeah um so anyway yeah so, uh Qatar was not familiar with this custom of theirs she's rightfully pissed Yay, off sexism yeah like what the hell i didn't come all this way like <laughs> for you to yeah. say no gets in his face like this. yells at him mm -hmm. like <laughs> she, she is not having it it's great i love katara uh, yeah um, so uh so um but so at the same time like i uh, at the oh what uh so master so master paku tells her that that um that she that she can learn how to heal using water bending if she goes to pretty much to the woman's class um led by this this really nice woman called um called um yagoda mm -hmm. so yeah. so um oh yeah ang's trying to defend katara too uh saying that if you won't let her train then i won't train either which katara um yeah you got to give her credit like she's 
likably stubborn, but at the same time, she knows that's like, oh no, but Aang yeah. really has to learn this because otherwise, because the, the world's at stake. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, as harsh as that is, like, she's willing to give up her ability to train with this guy, give up her dream. This is what she's been dreaming yeah, about mm-hmm. since she was little. Yeah. So. Which which shows great growth from the from the waterbending scroll episode, where she was so oh, yeah. jealous of Aang for for just being a little bit better, and now she is fine, just not getting training, yep. just so that Aang will be okay. Friendship is magic. Friendship is magic. Yep. So, um, meanwhile, we cut back to Sokka, who finds <sighs> Yue in a boat. <laughs> Because that's the uh, only place she's she's ever. Yeah, he just went and sits out on a boat. The gondolas. <laughs> so he is walking down the ice sidewalk alongside her boat, um, talking about how they were going to go do an activity together. <laughs> do it. Um, they are going to do an activity at a place <laughs> for some time, right? <laughs> and and like Sokka's so cute, and and like he is just so smooth, and um. And um, UA points to the magic love bridge, and and uh, and tells him to meet her there at night. And <laughs> and Sokka literally falls for her into the water, <laughs> and she laughs and it's at him okay because it was worth it. Yeah. Oh my oh, god, Sokka, you're oh, so cute, young love. Oh, I love it. Um. Yeah, so Katara decides to go check out this healing hut, healing lesson thing. Um, she learns some new healing stuff. Uh, oh, okay, and then she talks with um, what's her name? Y- Yagoda. Yagoda. Um, also, yeah. all of the all of the girls that are that that are in the class are like ten years old. So yeah, so it's really for for children. Mm-hmm. Sad. Um, yeah, so she talks to Yagoda. Yagoda asks when she's getting married, and she's kind of confused. So it turns out that, um, her mother's necklace that Katara The plot wears, necklace, guys! The plot, yeah, the plot necklace, necklace. <laughs> has plot now. Yeah, it turns out that actually means that you're betrothed if you have one of those necklaces. Which, dang, these tribes must really be cut off from each other. <laughs> like, you didn't know that much, or Grand Grand didn't even mention that that's kind of what this was or what this represented um yeah so then she learns that yagoda was friends with uh her grand grand um also named hana or wait kana or hana i think it's kana kana i think kana is the name of the bloodbender woman (laughs) oh (laughs) definitely not the same person um yeah so turns out yagoda and kana were friends and kana used to live in the northern water tribe which I don't think Katara knew that either. Good grief. What did she know about her grandmother? Um, but Kana, Kana decided to move to the Southern tribe for reasons that no one knows. Until later in the episode. Until, yeah, until later in the episode. Um, yeah. Yes. So. So um, <laughs> this is this is the point where. Where you know that this entire season has has kind of been leading up to this episode. They have they have planned Katara's necklace meaning this. They 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 uh they they planned to 
to to talk about Kana Suter, which spoiler alert, it's Master Paku. What? Oh, yeah. Hey, I wrote in my notes. Um, I wrote in my notes. Lol. Kana left because Paku's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but it. But it really shows how much they planned this series ahead of uh, ahead of time where Paku isn't only in the opening. Oh, um Master Master Paku, he is he is the waterbender that is in that is in the opening for the show. So 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 they planned him already. Uh but but they planned this whole this whole reveal and like this pretty much love story because because this parallels Sokka's love 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 story too and we'll talk about mm-hmm. that later that and um i think i mentioned back in uh when we were talking about the northern air temple episode last time uh i feel like this episode's kind of like a follow-up thematically to that one where like in the last episode it was really more about the importance or of like when does progress become destructive for a people this feels more like when does tradition become destructive mm. for a group of people so in, in this case the theme of this episode to me is like just how all these traditions and customs negatively affects pretty much everyone involved in some way even even jerkwad paku <laughs> who lost yeah. his betrothed because she just couldn't didn't agree with a lot of their customs and traditions and stuff and like ua who's tied to tradition because of her duty as a princess and she has to be married to or it's like an arranged marriage um with katara who yeah um katara who can't learn waterbending because of their sexist traditions so all that jazz yeah it's a lot so um so um princess ua and Sokka meet in meet in secret on on the super pretty love bridge. Um, Sokka carves her a little gingerbread man fish <laughs> bear. Yeah. Uh, Yue thinks it looks like a bear. I don't think it looks I like a bear. I think looks- that it looks like a little gingerbread man. <laughs> uh, Sokka says no. It's a fish. Look, look. There's, there is, there is um the fin, um, <laughs> which is kind of adorable because like this because this carving kind of parallels the carving of the of the um Batrovel necklace, even though Sokka doesn't know it. Um, and Yue is guilty, and she, and like she she shouldn't be here and she just feels like this is wrong and she and, and she says that that she shouldn't have of of asked him to, to 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 come here and then she runs off crying <laughs> and it's and it's a lot and it's sad oh no and and we don't know why at this yeah. point and Sokka throws his bear thing <laughs> over the bridge it's a fish fish sure (laughs) so Sokka comes home depressed 
Uh, Katara comes home depressed. Aang comes home depressed. They're all depressed. Um, uh. Yeah, for varying reasons that are all understandable. Um, yeah, so then they come up. Uh, Katara and Aang come up with the idea. Of, from Sokka. Yeah, from Sokka. Yeah, from Sokka. That uh, Aang can teach whatever he learns from Paku to Katara after hours. So everyone's um, happy. I yeah. Sokka. I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you're never happy. Never. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, Which so. Nice parallel later on to uh, the episode in book three where Sokka and Zuko go to the boiling rock. <laughs> um... <laughs> Zuko's like, I'm never happy. <laughs> That's like his exact words. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> That's why they're bros for life. Yeah, that's why they're bros for life. <laughs> no, but um, so um, so uh, Aang, Aang tries to teach K- K- Katara what he learned from Paku, and um, and Paku's teaching teaching style is very similar to um, Severus Snape's teaching style, which is insulting you until you get it right <laughs> it's like abuse <laughs> yeah Literally fame isn't every mr potter <laughs> oh i am i am not good at accents gang i can't either <laughs> yeah no but um yeah so um so um ang 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 tries Tr- tries to teach um katara how how to feel the water and how to feel it moving around her and it works for a moment until paku see- sees them after 30 seconds yeah. and <laughs> gets pissed takes he 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 um he um pulls the water away from katara and turns it into ice shards at his feet cuz he's just so angry and he and and he says um that with, with with his hair flowing like a badass um he he says Aang has disrespected him his teaching his culture his family his cow everything yeah and- which i mean as much as i'm annoyed by his jerkiness like i do feel it is realistic that i mean I don't know. He's just a jerk because he's a jerk. There's no real rational explanation behind it, which is fair because there are people like that who are just assholes and sexists and all these other things and races. No yeah. real concernable reason. Yeah. <laughs> so he is just a grumpy old man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so, um, cut cut to Aang and Katara trying trying to talk to the northern water water tribe leader um saying please can can um can a master Pagu continue to teach Aang he really has to learn water bending uh the leader is is like well I can't make him teaching but maybe if you swallowed your your pride and Ugh. and and apologized maybe he would consider it Ugh. and oh i had That's to pause this is the worst <laughs> swallow your pride what 
So, uh, so then Paku says, I'm waiting, little girl. Ugh. Like, she's getting ready to apologize. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> and Paku. She, she was in the process of swallowing her pride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. And then she's... Katara's really not happy and she just can't take it anymore. So so she yells Yeah, which, uh, I think this is like, I mean, she gets so angry that she kind of loses control of her water bending there. Which I don't think has happened since like episode one when she's getting mad no. at Sokka. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That shows how mad she is here. Like, I mean, she is not having it. Yeah. She is so mad that she that she wrecks the uh the uh, the water basins that are on either side of the throne uh starts starts to crack the the um the ground they are standing on and and, and just yells at him for being this condescending sexist uppity jerk and ends with I'll be outside if if you're man enough to fight me <laughs> and it's yeah. the best thing great. ever <laughs> it's great so uh she's ramped up and ready to go the next day and like well, i no. mean Sokka and anger no what? not no 45 seconds later this is the same day no she, she's oh just yeah outside. yeah yeah you're right it's the same day yeah so she, uh, she walked Sokka outside and, this yeah, is so happening Sokka now right yeah so Sokka and Aang try to calm her down like dude you're gonna get your ass handed to you and she's like yeah I know <laughs> but I'm not doing it and I'm not doing it for you Aang because somebody needs to slap some sense into that guy <laughs> so it's like she knows she's gonna lose but she doesn't care like she just wants to prove a point it's great yeah um and then we proceed to- oh okay so then Paku the shows up the water bending fight ever or yeah up to this point anyway so like it's a really good um, progress report, especially for Katara, just to see how much she's learned in the span of one season. Because, like, I mean, she was struggling with some of these earlier in, um, earlier in the show, but now she's killing it. Like, she's genuinely really good. It's just the fact that um, Paku is the master in this situation, which he does, he does say that she's actually very good, but yeah. irrationally. Paku's a just master. Still, mm-hmm. but- and like Katara only had one one scroll to teach her, and she's all self self yeah, taught. No one taught her anything, mm-hmm. and 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 at first she's matching him pretty well, yeah. even though he's probably not not going all out. Like he doesn't want to kill her because he probably could easily kill her, but he wants to. I don't think he's that much of a dick so much as wanting to kill her well no exactly or anything yeah (laughs) no he doesn't want to hurt her he probably could if he was at his full at at his full strength which Mm. is which i also don't think he was holding back that much either oh no later Uh, on he is not holding back but at first he is just doing general big water moves to 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 uh just bring her to the ground and when that doesn't 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 work specifically after she makes the 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 um the like cylinder of ice and just starts shooting discs off of it 
Oh yeah. Like 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 it's giant like it is just spinning blades of death Katara is throwing at him. <laughs> like <laughs> she's in it to win it, even though she's not. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, Katara's going all out. And yeah. and um and, and, yeah, it's really, uh, it's really less moment. of a um, it's really less of a fight about okay who's gonna win and really more about look how far Katara I can do it too. Come, like yeah, like she's good. Oh, and um, I, and and I love how how everyone on 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 the like sidelines isn't cheering for Paku. They are cheering for oh, yeah. for her. They're cheering for the girl fighting against him. Mm. it is great yeah that's cool um oh, it's such a cool yeah, fight scene so, so good um oh first time we see katara out of her hair loopies oh <laughs> oh yeah um so yeah paku inevitably ends up being her by the end of this match um yeah putting her in like a cage of ice and um and um in this moment uh the way that like Katara is like kind of trapped and kind of wrestling and is and is kind of splayed. It really reminds me of um of um Azula during like the the final fight when she's really crazy, like really really crazy, and oh, yeah. has failed and she's like captured and mm-hmm. trying to force your way out of it, and you are just so angry. And there's nothing that anyone can say. You are just so driven and just so focused, and you just can't get out. And and that just like reminded me of that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know specifically with the hair too. Just just how the hair was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but that's. I really don't think so. I don't think that 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 they meant for that to be a to 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 be a callback. Like I just think that it's like both of them were so desperate in that mm-hmm. in that moment, and both of them had such loose loose hair that like the the, the animation seemed similar to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so um in. In the fight, Katara's necklace falls off. Um, after he traps her in the like cage of ice, which is so cool. Um, mm-hmm. Paku goes over to, to, the, to the necklace and says that it's his necklace. Uh, Katara is not having it. No, that is hers. What are you doing? <laughs> but Paku made this 60 years ago. For Ugh. Katara's grandmother, Kana. Okay. So this is the part of the episode that I kind of have a problem with. <laughs> like, what are the odds? Like, what a coincidence that Paki was supposed to be marrying her grand-grand. And what a coincidence he managed to just observe the necklace she was wearing that happened to just fall off. And like, yeah, <laughs> it kind of bothers me. And then the what happens afterward bothers me a bit too like yeah things are placed just so yeah it just then, seems to be magically resolved this one day sex machina that came up like maybe if they had set up the idea that that was a patrol necklace earlier like i feel like 
in this case, it might have made more sense if Katara already knew that her grand grand was from the Northern Water Tribe and ran away from an arranged marriage like episodes prior, because that seems like something that a grandmother would tell their grandkids just passing. Yeah, that, I feel like yeah, that that seems like it is such a cinematic story, and it mm-hmm. and that is something so inspiring and it's such a thing to look up to someone that would run away from a arranged marriage because they don't love the person that they're that they're marrying and they're trapped and they have no and they seemingly have no choice and they run literally to the other side of the world Mm. alone in one night just gone that is courage Katara says that too that mm-hmm. it takes a lot of courage to do that and and for Kana to not say that to to like specifically her grand her grandchildren because maybe she didn't want to say it to to like her 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 um, direct children because maybe it was too close at that time but she's had 60 years to come to terms with it and like 60 years to stop feeling guilty and start feeling badass you you know yeah i I agree with that like it just doesn't make sense to me that grand grand specifically wouldn't mention that especially to katara like i mean that and like i feel like had she's a strong person sure yeah and like the thing is i think had katara known about this information earlier and it wasn't introduced in this episode alongside the outcome that we get here I might accept this a little bit more. I would still say that it's kind of contrived, but not as much because it kind of already had that information episodes ago. So there was a setup payoff type deal. Yeah. Attached rather than a, because it kind of feels like a deus ex machina here. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Um, So Paku loved Kana, but Kana either didn't love him or just felt trapped. And Which I'm going to go with left. the felt trapped thing because they do end up getting married by the end of the show, off screen. Yeah. But which is which is adorable, but yeah. um, which but, is uh, like I'm going to call you Green Pocket. <laughs> Green Pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. So. Uh. So. Um. Katara says that um that her that her grand grand wouldn't let the stupid customs of the of the tribe um run run her life and and like i love this moment because katara just cannot not say what she feels 100 percent of the time (laughs) even when she is she is trying to like open up to someone she likes she like still has to be like your customs are stupid this is stupid, but that is why yeah. she ran away because you're stupid customs. Mm. Um, I just love so, that part because <laughs> that's just so Katara. I know, right? <laughs> no fucks given. No. Nope. Uh, okay. Um. Not care. Yeah. Um, um, UA runs away crying because yeah, this like, is cutting like, close to home. Yeah, and Eng's like, "Go get her." <laughs> Yeah. Like, here's your chance so Sokka goes um and oh god the moon 
I the, know. This conversation, uh, yeah, this conversation has the moon in the frame, like in the center of the frame, which is while they're having a talk essentially about destiny, which is interesting. Oh, which is heartbreaking. Which, yeah, good foreshadowing. Really sad. Which you don't realize until later. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, just cool. I didn't notice that before, but it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yep. No. Um, she the- kisses him. He's really confused. Yeah. <laughs> but confused. confused. And it turns out uh, she she pulls on her shirt a little. She is engaged to Mary also. Uh, which um, which in my notes, I wrote she's she's arranged to marry Coco. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Which, oh, um, <laughs> listeners, Coco um um uh, he is he he is the suitor from from um from um Pocahontas that he, Pocahontas has to is like um engaged to should she marry him or Blandy John John like John Smith. For, yeah for whatever and, um, reason John instead Rolf. of taking yeah, for whatever reason, instead of taking oh, Coco so Hocoam, I know <laughs> she's going for Mel Gibson. Uh, but it is fine plays, because uh, her Smith. super awesome best best friend ends up with him. <laughs> oh my god! No, but I, oh. but I, I wrote that down. Um, <laughs> I love turns you. Out, I, I know. Uh, turns out the suitor's name is actually Han. So uh, he's he's an ass. Yeah, we 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 um we um see him later. I totally forgot his name because he's just like me too. <laughs> Good on you, Bradley Uppercrust. <laughs> Definitely one of those. Uh huh. We will talk so. about him later uh-huh. because Sokka's better. <laughs> yeah, he's a very short-lived character. Yeah, Sokka is the Kokoom. <laughs> well, okay. Well, if um. Okay. Um, if Hans is, is the Cocoam in this situation, <laughs> then we got to find a way to talk Cocoam here for Sokka. Hiccup? From How to Train Your Dragon? <laughs> I don't know, science? Yeah, Hiccup's, that's true. Yeah, I'll, Hiccup kind of does science stuff. Yeah. You don't do science stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, Plus, I'll take Hiccup, Hiccup over. grew up. And yeah, did. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you see that teaser trailer where he had like a oh he got a beard man for those of you who don't know uh barbara really likes guys with beards she likes the lumberjack look so she, she's totally into it well but like it has to be a nice beard matt has nice oh my boyfriend matt has very nice facial hair yeah like like it could be better <laughs> Hear that, Matt? <laughs> no, Matt knows he is, he is. He is just a little bit lazy. Oh my no, but, it, but it's definitely a eight out of ten. But um, yeah. yeah but so oh, Sokka so we got is oh. so so UA is sad. Sokka's confused, and now he's sad. Um, and then. Uh, we, and then we cut to the morning, uh, 
master master Paku is a savage and is just teaching Aang who is not as good as he could be. Uh and then um and then um Katara runs up and Paku's like, oh, what are you doing here? So late. Come and join the party. Ugh. Which I just why okay, like why did Paku have such a fast change of heart like that? Was it just because of the grand grand connection? Because okay. um if that of, if that's the case, it feels like really it was, arbitrary. Yeah, it kind of seems like it was just grand grand. I know that that they wanted this to be like a to be like a feminist girl power episode, and like right before the grand grand reveal, it was. Mm-hmm. But but I wish that they maybe had had like this scene happen right before the the grand grand reveal maybe you see her with the with with like the necklace during during training and then he notices it and then it's a nod to oh the love of my life made such like a strong girl here and and like this was fate like i like i did the right thing and then it's just confirmation but but here it like yeah, I know why like, they were trying, and it's hard to do in like twenty three minutes. It's hard to just immediately resolve sexism. Yeah, <laughs> as proven by our world that we live in. Like, oh but, no, it's yeah. not getting into that. <laughs> yeah, but um, but this is kind of ridiculous in terms of how fast a change of heart it is. And then on that note, it's like. So what is Paku still sexist and he's only teaching her because of that grand grand connection? Uh, so like would he way, not teach other women in his yeah, tribe? No. The like, way that this episode plays out, yes. Yes to Oh, yes but, that he's kind of only teaching her because of grand grand. Because of the way that that like the reveal went. That is that's mm-hmm. kind of how how it went, even though it's supposed to be the opposite. Because yeah. later and- on, I don't think that we see any other female waterbenders from the Northern Water Tribe fighting. I don't remember seeing any female waterbenders other than Katara. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because from the Northern yeah, Water the Tribe, thing is not weird, like talking about like- Hana. With like yeah. the creepy blood bending. Because like, the whole thing is weird and I feel like it kind of taints the message here because I mean Katara's whole quest in this was basically to buck tradition because it's wrong in this case. And like basically the only way that she the only reason why she's able to buck it by the end is because of just a coincidental connection that she has to the dude. So you know what? They 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 um could have changed the entire meaning of that scene if if um if um Katara came up with all of those little girls from the like first first like healing healing class she she went to mm-hmm. if all of those little girls follow followed her to be taught by by master paku and then like she was teaching them like the first forms or something 
like showing that he's teaching more girls that yeah. this isn't just her mm-hmm. because right now it just seems like he's making a exception and yeah. he hasn't changed his thoughts mm-hmm. and it's like what message is that for kids like who watch this like a lot of girls watch this show i mean for obvious reason because well, i mean like what so it's like yeah you can fight all you want but really doesn't mean you just have a connection like that that might change his mind like well i i i think that we're reading in to it more like we're i don't know because i mean it's such a a big i mean this is how the episode resolves i i don't know yeah first i feel like i'm not reading into it that much like i understand the intention of what it was trying to do but but i don't think it just doesn't a little bit Mm mm-hmm which is sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I am yeah. trying to see if there were any more female waterbenders. Yeah, I yeah, I really don't think so. Yeah. Oh, now I mean, I'm they sad. Definitely exists. I mean, I guess it it really lacks tribe, or it just that rule isn't there at all in this tribe. Meet people like mm-hmm. uh. Like Hana, the bloodbender woman, um, or um, or or people from the from the foggy swamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah or people from the foggy. Swamp. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I I like this episode overall, but I feel like the ending taints it a little bit. The ending could have but... been a lot stronger if 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 they either just showed. Paku not not seeing the necklace until after after he like agrees to teach her or mm-hmm. or by pulling the little the, the little girls in and then like maybe having have having the boy switch off to 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 learn healing too you yeah you, you know if if both of the masters were teaching the were teaching the class together and then they were switching off or something yeah or something i don't know but that 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 would have been awesome mm-hmm. uh, so the episode ends with a giant fire fire nation fleet uh going to the northern water tribe and that is what yeah and that is what we are gonna see in 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 the next two episodes which is the two part finale yeah the awesomeness that is book one chapters 19 and 20 because it's end of book one and a book one of the north parts one and two Uh, those are some good episodes if i recall so so cool and and um this is this is the f- it, it isn't the first episode that really delves into the world of avatar but i think that this is the perfect finale for for for, for the first portion because it really starts to talk about the origin of bending and what it means to be a bender and where and just where bending comes from which which is really important for later on Mm -hmm. i feel like it's yeah it's it's really interesting we get like bending 
combined with like the spirit world, more spirit world building. Just... Spirit world's always cool. Oh yeah, and the spirits here are also very cool. She can't wait to get in that and all the nightmare dealer spirit. Oh. Like, ugh. no faith. bugs. That thing looks like a centipede millipede thing, and I'm not okay with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's great. So, do you have anything else on either this episode or next week's episode? Oh, fun fact: more more waterbenders are born during the winter season than in any other season. Oh, what do you know? Makes sense. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I uh, following that logic, I would say that more earthbenders would be born in fall, and more firebenders would be born in either summer or or up or um spring. I kind of can't choose because the whole fire fire coming from creation type thing so it might be spring or just it is really hot so it is the summer plus plus the sun lasts longer in the summer so maybe summer i am choosing summer yeah those aren't fun facts though that's just <laughs> my supposing sweet but so yeah. yeah that concludes this episode so don't forget to come back for the end of book one and then after that i like a recap of just our overall thoughts on book one before we jump into book two which is so, gonna be super fun it's gonna be great we're gonna talk about like our favorite episodes our least favorite episode spoiler alert it's the great divide yeah <laughs> I, I don't yeah, think that's it any surprise we yeah. might make a rule where we have to choose another episode yeah I, I think we're gonna divide, make that rule we have to choose but like, we're oh, still gonna talk about the great divide or dishonorable mention <laughs> yeah. yeah so, so yeah until ready. then yeah, get ready <laughs> for both awesomeness and stupidity. <laughs> and until then, stay flaming.